Hey everybody, it's Britt, lead pastor at Sunridge. Welcome or welcome back to our teaching podcast. You know, we are on a mission here at Sunridge to help people find and follow Jesus. We believe in the good news that Jesus welcomes all regardless of how far you feel from God. That means we're a great starting point to explore Christianity or to sink your spiritual roots deep as a devoted Jesus follower. If you'd like to know more about us, just check out our website at sunridgechurch.org. And of course, we'd love to have you drop in anytime for a visit to learn and worship along with us. And now, here's our teaching for this week. Well, whether you're joining us online uh, on our live stream or you're right here in our beautiful campus right now, Merry Christmas, Sunridge. And if you've never been here before and you came with a friend or a family or you just said, you know, I'm going to go to that Sunridge Church on Christmas Eve and you don't know me, my name's Britt. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm the lead pastor and that's where I serve uh, you as the church. And if you haven't been with us, we've been in a series where we've called It's a Wonderful Mess. And it's obviously a play on the Christmas classic uh, It's a Wonderful Life with uh, starring Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed, and in the movie, as you know, how many of you have watched it? You've become Christians and decided to watch It's a Wonderful Life. That's good. That's good. Um, George Bailey planned to have a wonderful life. As long as he could remember, uh, George had big dreams. He had plans, and he had plans for how he would achieve those plans, and they were good plans, uh, and he was no simple dreamer. He had perseverance to see those plans through. But then, as can often happen, that pesky thing called life happened to him. And sudden, it, suddenly his father passes, his younger bro brother has the opportunity of a lifetime and leaves town, and the business, uh, the family business has a downturn. And each time, George Bailey's dreams are postponed, and he's left with the mess. And it finally catches up with him in the movie. All the disappointments and the interruptions of his life converge and they take their toll and they bring him to this point of desperation. He becomes convinced that Bedford Falls and his family would be better off without him. And so he is thinking the unthinkable. He's thinking of taking his own life. But then who comes on the scene? Clarence, his guardian angel. Do you ever wonder what your guardian angel would look like if there actually is one, I think I would get a Clarence. This rumpled, absent-minded, and kind of quirky guardian angel shows up and shows George what Bedford Falls would be like without him and what his life would be like without the people in his life. And it suddenly strikes him. It strikes him how wonderful his life is after all. And he sees what he's had all along. And I want you to see how the movie ends when all of that comes to George. It's a long clip, so don't get nervous. Just sit back and relax and enjoy the scene, okay? Roll it. Mr. Bailey, there's a deficit. I know, $8,000. George, I've got a little paper. I'll bet it's a warrant for my arrest. Isn't it wonderful? I'm going to jail. Merry Christmas. Reporters, are, where's Mary? Mary, oh, look at this wonderful old drafty house. Mary! 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 Have you seen my wife? Mary! 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 
instructed to advance you up to $25,000. Stop. Oh. Hee-haw and Merry Christmas, Sam Wainwright.
I could. The fool flew all the way up here in a blizzard. Oh, Harry, how about your banquet in New York? Oh, I left right in the middle of it. As soon as I got Mary's telegram. Good idea, Ernie. A toast. <laughs> to my big brother, George, the richest man in town. <laughs> Christmas present from a very dear friend of mine. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. boy, Clarence. Anybody need a tissue? You guys, I know that was long, but I just couldn't cut it off. I hope you enjoyed it too. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but every Christmas, this movie reminds me of something that I constantly need to be reminded of, that life can be messy. In fact, it is messy. And we're messy. And sometimes we're even messed up. We all know that. And doesn't it seem at Christmas time it just gets messier and it gets busier on top of that? I don't know what state of mind this Christmas Eve finds you in. Maybe your dreams tonight are not going to be filled with sugar plums dancing. Uh, instead, your mind is going to be filled with anxieties right now. Maybe this is going to be a lonely Christmas for you. Or maybe plans for your life haven't turned out just like you thought that they would. And maybe there's a gift under your tree that you really didn't ask for. Or maybe this is one of the richest moments of your life. But either way, we know <clears throat> that even those are messy, right? Life is messy. Merry Christmas, Sunridge. <laughs> so either way, on this Christmas Eve, I'd like to give you a gift. I've wrapped it up for you. Are you ready? Here it is. We can be grateful for the mess. You say, well, I'm not. Okay, that, that, that's okay. But let me peel the wrapping paper back a little bit so that you can peek inside. Do you guys remember when you started getting socks and underwear for Christmas? <laughs> remember how disappointed you were when your gifts changed from toys and you started getting socks and underwear. But at any time in your life, you know, when you were 10 to 12 years old, did you ever think uh, about what life would be like if you didn't have socks and underwear? Why not? Because they were always just right there, right? All you had to do was open the drawer. And there's all your socks and underwear. You see, we don't really realize how much we have until we don't have it. 
Wasn't that George Bailey's biggest issue? His thoughts were often focused on what he didn't have that others did or what they were getting to do that he didn't. And his aha moment in this movie is when he sees everything he had all along. So what are we taking for granted right now? What do we have even in the messiest mess? Well, let me ask you another question. What's the most well-known verse in the entire Bible? John 3.16, right? Here it is. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Have you thought about that one of late? That God loves you no matter what. That if you believe in him, you have eternal life. You see, God's love is like socks and underwear, isn't it? We have it. We know it. But don't we take it for granted? It's just always right there when we need it. All we have to do is open the drawer and there it is. But just knowing about God's love isn't enough. In order for love to make a difference in our lives, we need to experience God's love. And God wants us to experience his love every day and every moment. He wants us, as the Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians 3.18, to grasp how wide and long and, and high and deep is the love of Christ. See, he wants us to experience his love. That's what it means to grasp his love. You know that feeling when you know someone really, really loves you? They do something incredible for you. Well, you're just blown away. I mean, they go overboard. Maybe they gave you an extravagant gift. Maybe they did something that was totally unexpected. You just never would expect a person to do that for you. Maybe they forgave you. Maybe you hurt them deeply. And they moved on from it. And your relationship is closer than ever. And in that moment, you think, wow, they really, really love me. That's what it means to experience love. God did that. God loves you like that. Well, how do I know that, Brit? Well, he sent his son. The most well-known verse in the Bible tells us that he sent his son because he loved the world. That's something, isn't it? From the very first, from the birth of his son, Jesus, God want us, wanted us to know how much he loves us. The angel said to Joseph in Matthew 1.21, Mary will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their mess. So why did God send his son? To judge the people for their mess? To condemn people who are in a mess? No, to save us from our mess. And he wants us to fully experience how wide and long and high and deep the love of Christ is. Now, what do you do when someone goes overboard in their love for you? You know, a number of years ago, somebody did that for me. When I turned 50, my family gave me my first surfboard. That's it right there. 
I never expected it. And this is when I started surfing at the age of 50, or like I started trying to surf, I should say. And right now, I'm up to about 70% of the time. You could call it surfing. You know what you do when somebody does something like that for you, when they love you like that? You say thank you because you're so grateful. You know, I don't know, as I've mentioned already, I don't know how messy life is for you guys right now. It is a mess. And it doesn't feel like a wonderful mess often. But God loves you no matter what. You can take that to the bank. But don't take it for granted. Take a moment this Christmas, no matter how messy your life is, just take a moment to be grateful for God's love. Say thank you, God, for loving me because I'm a mess. And then tell somebody how grateful you are for God's love. We can be grateful in the mess because we get to experience God's love in the mess. But there's another way to be grateful in the mess. God wants us to express his love to others. God wants us to experience his love, but he also wants us to express his love to others. He wants us to follow the Apostle John's logic in 1 John 4, 11. He says, dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. You know, people see God's love in us. They see his love through human beings. Our vision here at Sunridge is to deepen faith, bring hope, and live love. Why? Why? Isn't it true that people experience the love of God when they experience God's people loving them? And doesn't knowing somebody loves us make a huge difference in whatever we're facing? You know what George Bailey realizes at the end of, the, of It's a Wonderful Life? He realizes that people love him. Clarence helps him to see the difference that his love made in the lives of others, and then he helps him to see how much people love him. He thought his life was meaningless by the measure he was using, but actually he was rich in love. It's easy to take love for granted. It's like socks and underwear. When was the last time that you said thank you to somebody that you know loves you? Hey, kids, when's the last time you told your mom and dad, I love you? Hey, dad, thanks for going to work and paying an electric bill so I could learn how to read. When's the last time you, you told your family you loved them? Mom and dad, even the crazy uncle that might be sitting here with you right now, just look at him and say, I love you, Uncle Crazy. <laughs> what about your neighbors? I mean, you might not want to just walk up to them. Hey, dude, I love you. I don't know. Maybe chest bump them. Don't chest bump grandma. But you can chest bump your buddies. Hey, husbands, wives. When's the last time you just looked at one another and said, you know, 
thank you for loving me. I love you. Well, I told her on the day we got married. <laughs> you know, as the pastor of Sunridge Church, I want to say, thanks for loving me. All six of you. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm going to ask the band to come up. You see, the, the mess of life is an opportunity to experience God's love and to express it to others. It's what turns a plain old mess into a wonderful mess. You know, on Christmas morning, the Christmas story in the Bible isn't just about a little baby that was born in a manger. In a manger. It tells a story of love coming to the world. God's love. 2,000 years ago, God gave a gift that each one of us need. And the truth is, none of us would ever be able to experience the love of God if he had not done that. Jesus not only showed us God's love, he showed us how to express love to our fellow human beings. But it sure is easy to turn it into socks and underwear, isn't it? I hope that each of you that are either in the room or watching online, that you can truly experience God's love. And in doing so, that leads you to express God's love to the people around you in fresh and new ways because that's what makes the mess into a wonderful mess. And that, what, that is what makes the wonderful in life. God bless you. Merry Christmas, Sunridge. Hey, everybody, it's Britt again. Thanks for listening. If you need something, if you have a question, or you'd just like us to pray for you, you can reach us through email, info at sunridgechurch.org. We hope you'll listen in again next week, but in the meantime, keep helping people find and follow Jesus.